0: We know that last week, uh, the word was on guidance and prayer, right? And I prayed several different prayers based on major circumstances that can be going on in our lives, amen? And uh, the number one thing you want to do when you have those major circumstances is seek guidance from God, amen? It could be even a minor circumstance. (laughs) We just want to seek God's guidance, amen? And so I prayed, some different prayers, I prayed a prayer for relationships and friendships, amen? Those are major things that we want to, to, to be sure about, amen? Or difficult on a, at a work situation, at our jobs, amen? We wanna pray and ask God for guidance for those kinds of things, right? Definitely picking a church. I prayed a special prayer, when you pick a church you want to ask God, cause you really want God to pick it. You don't want to pick it, amen. We think we know, but God knows, and 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 many times He'll put you in a place you wonder how you got there. How in the world did I get here, amen? And He'll use the folks you think you know who He gonna use. He'll use some other folks, amen. I know He did that for me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I thought I had things in place, and and and. And what I had in place didn't even work out. But God has an, he has the answer. He has the answer. We can make choices and pick things, but God will put the people in place that need to be in place. Amen. Same thing when you're moving. I'm in that season right now. When you're moving, you're relocating, you want to pick up, where should I live? Or you want to get God involved in that. Amen. <laughs> uh, he's all-knowing. <laughs> thank you lord jesus here's another prayer that i prayed and another real major event in your life is uh what god called you to do amen your calling your assignment oh you wanted you wanted to be sure you want to check with the source on that one you want to get with god god what is it that you truly want me to do oh you want to check with god amen thank you lord jesus and then I gave you all a nice little formula. At the end of the day, going to God should be a Christian's primary source of guidance. Amen. But that's complemented by scripture. huh? Sometimes we think we're hearing God's voice, but he should, he should complement his word in, a, in his scriptures. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And then also, you want to consult godly brothers and sisters in the faith. Huh? You don't don't, don't see counsel from the world, whatever you do. (laughs) But if you know some godly brothers and sisters who know God, who are faithful, now you want to ask them. You want to run that major situation or whatever the situation is. You want to run it past them. Thank you, Lord Jesus. But I guarantee you this one thing. God will guide those who ask him. Say amen to that. And we got big time proof. Solomon asked God for wisdom. to lead lead Israel, to lead his people, huh? He said, this this is such a great people, Lord. I need wisdom to do that. And God gave him wisdom, and and a lot of other things came along with that, (laughs) huh? Thank you, Jesus. Wealth, I mean, Solomon was the richest man in the Bible, amen, other than Jesus. Because we know Jesus had the true riches, right? That's eternal life, that's forever. it don't get no better than that amen but solomon as far as material things he was the richest man in the bible amen so we must always seek god's guidance and we must always pray say amen to that saints thank you jesus so that was last week that was a good word but we in this week now we in november a whole nother month rounding out the year amen Thank you, Jesus. I know I'm grateful to be this far along. We're ahead of a whole lot of folks, especially in this era. Folks was falling off like flies for a minute, weren't they? (laughs) I feel special. Everybody say that word. I feel special. Say that. I feel special. I'm still here. Breathing. (laughs) Clothed in my right mind with all activities of my limbs. Healthy. Oh, I feel special. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah to the Lord, to the Lamb of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You all know I've been hanging out with Elder Vic, right? He's been rubbing off on me. (laughs) Elder Vic been rubbing off on me, saints. Because today I want to talk about Elder Vic's favorite saying. Amen. (laughs) What's Elder Vic's favorite saying, saints? Come on. God is in control. (laughs) And if you if you if you don't have one, you should get that one for yourself. Get you a favorite saying. God is in like man, is trust God. Amen. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. That's my favorite scripture, my favorite saying. But Elder Vic said, God is in control. Saints, please hear me. Listen, in every situation, do know that God is in control. Amen. And he's such a, I mean, if anybody would have that powerful saying, he's the perfect person for it, because look at the things he went through in the last couple of years. Who? what you think kept him? What kept him, saints? God is in control. (laughs) I saw him personally going through some things. I was hanging out with him, and he just kept saying it. Everybody else was just all over the place. And he just kept saying, God is in control. Listen to me, God is in control. Oh, Lord, I, I I got that in my spirit saying to God, the Lord is indeed in control. Amen. He loves us. Listen to me. He loves you. He wants to guide you. He wants, wants your highest good for you and your family. And he's in control. Amen. Sometimes things can look so out of control. We all been in that situation where It just seemed like, hey, I don't don't have no control of this. And we don't, (laughs) but God does and we serve God. So he's going to look out for our best interests. Amen. All right, let me show it to you in the scriptures. Turn in your Bible to Jeremiah chapter 29. Let's look at it in the scriptures. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you for being in control. Everybody say, thank you, Lord, for being in control no matter what we think we I know we think we know we got everything don't we got everything under control we think we do anyway amen but I can tell you with all certainty God definitely is in control he got everything under control I don't care how it look I don't walk by sight I walk by faith amen all right you all at Jeremiah 29 look at verse 10 It says, for thus saith the Lord, that after 70 years be accomplished at Babylon, I will visit you and perform my good word towards you and causing you to return to this place. So listen to this, saints. God sent Israel to Babylon. Amen. His, His chosen people. He sent them to Babylon. That was a bad place. But God allowed it. Sometimes he allows bad things. Amen. Why? He wants you to trust him, saints. He wants you to depend on him. He wants you to know what Elder Vic know. God, he's in control. See, God can keep us. Hear this. Get this in your spirit. Anywhere. I don't care where you are. God can keep you. Because he's in control. He loves us. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. He guides us. He wants the best for all of us, saints, and our families. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Look at verse 11. It's our confirmation scripture right here. It says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Are oh, we like that, don't we? The thoughts that the Lord has toward us are thoughts of peace and not evil. Amen. He wants to give us all an expected end. He has peaceful thoughts for us saints. He wants to give us that expected end. What's the expected end by the way? Salvation, eternal life. Huh? <laughs> and he wants to do he has peaceful thought. He doesn't he's not mad at us. Do we get it up right all the time? No. But is God mad at us? Let me read it to you again. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil that's not based on you (laughs) he don't he don't think them thoughts because you so good and you do the right thing all the time and you walk in 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 his way so perfect that's not the reason why amen thank you lord jesus it's not based on us look at verse 12 it says then shall you call upon me and you shall go and pray unto me and what saints And I will hearken unto you. You know what the word hearken means? I'm going to listen to you. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Thank you, Lord Jesus. And he's telling them that in Babylon. Remember the first scripture I read? He sent them to Babylon. Amen. He sent his people to Babylon. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Lord. And then he told them when he sent them to Babylon, you all know I love you. I'm going to send you to Babylon because you need to learn y'all disobedient Okay, I need you all to learn some things. I need you all to learn to trust me. I need you all to learn to love me. I need you all to know that I'm with you, so I'm going to send you to Babylon. And then they had to be thinking like, oh, you hate us. You don't like us. So the next thing he says to them was, you know the thoughts I have for you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. He's sending them to Babylon telling them this. Who I know we in Babylon? It's like, certainly it's not heaven. Amen. <laughs> We in a tough place. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. But what, but what, but what do we have? God is with us. He's telling, he's telling his people that when he sent them to Babylon, it's the same for us. We're in Babylon right now. He sent them. When he sent them to Babylon, he said, go there. Look, Mary, do all the things you should do. And after 70 years, then I'm going to come in and rescue you and get you out of there. <laughs> Don't it seem like our life Today, saints of God, we be going through so much hell so many times. But at a certain point in your life, God will come and rescue you. Amen. He'll come and get you. Huh? If you keep trusting him, if you keep loving him, if you keep walking in his ways. <laughs> Look what he tells him in verse uh, 13. Nine. Verse 12, he says, you, you can call on me in Babylon and go and pray to me. And he said, I'm going to listen to you. Amen. Look what he tells him in verse 13. And you shall seek me and what, saints? And find me when you shall search for me with what? With all your heart. That's all he wants. You know what God wants? He just wants all of our heart. Amen. And once you give him all of your heart, how much of your heart did you give him, saints? All of it. Amen. Amen. Once you give him all of your heart, this applies to you. You will seek God and you'll find him amen he's in control (laughs) oh thank you lord jesus hallelujah lord thank you lord that's why we seek him and find him saints because we gave him all our heart so let me say this to you because i'm trying to get rid of this in all of our lives today so instead of allowing worry and anxiety to overtake you give it to the lord the Bible says it like this: "Cast your cares upon the Lord." Amen. He always knows what's best for you. Why? Because He's in control. Amen. Now, most of us get worried or anxious in times of difficulty. See, when everything is going okay, we good, but once things start getting tough, <laughs> now we get worried and we get a, We have anxiety attacks. Amen. When the ripcord of life snaps. We panic and make decisions that are not best for our lives. Say amen to that. Because, see, I'm talking about these tough times now. Well, how do we remember, saints of God, that God is in control? That's the question. How do we remember that? Because, see, we know it when when things are fine, but it's like soon as something goes wrong and we panic, we forget about it. Amen. Amen. So how do we maintain our cool when it looks like we're not going to be able to pay the bills, saints of God, for the month? When the car breaks down, when we have no viable means back and forth to work? Oh, thank you, Jesus! Or when we get frightening, a frightening diagnosis from the doctor? How do we be? How are we cooled in, saints? How do we maintain our cool? Thank you, Jesus. Worry and anxiety are probably two of the most serious and widespread problems we face today, especially today. Many folks are just worried. Look what's going on. Amen. Many are worried. I I was looking at a study. You are going to be shocked with this one. It was from the Center of Disease Control, and it reported that between August of 2020, listen to this, and February of 2021, that's only six months, the percentage of adults experienced symptoms of anxiety and depressive disorder increased from 36% to 41%. That was in a little six month period. And the increases were most notable, listen to this, in those age 18 to 29 years of age. (laughs) Young folks, huh? Anxiety, scared, depressed, amen? But you know why it was that age? The Lord showed me this. You know why it was that age, 18 to 29? Because that's the age when you feel invincible. 18 to 29, you feel like you don't need God. I got this. That's how you feel, because you strong. You ain't worried about no health challenges. You know, It's just like, you, I could do this all by myself. <laughs> but evidently not, amen? <laughs> that's the age you're in the prime of your youth, saints. You know, many have, what do I need God for? (laughs) But according to the study, anxiety and depressive disorder increased significantly in that age group. So saints of God, no matter where you are in your life, we all need God. Say amen to that. He's in control. Now, clearly, we are worrying and growing anxious in increasingly high rates based on that study. And Christians are not immune to these issues, saints, since we all live in the same society, we share the same workplace, right, and the same concerns at home, and are constantly assaulted with a barrage of negative news from social media and mainstream news outlets. So, truth of the matter is, we're all in this together. Amen? We are all in this together, saints. But there just doesn't seem to be any rest from it all. So it can be easy to feel helpless. Amen. Have you ever heard this saying saying right here, saints? Worry does not empty tomorrow of its sorrows. It empties today of its strength. That's what worrying does. See, worrying depletes your strength. Amen. Here's another saying. If you worry, don't pray. And what's the flip to that, saints? If you pray, don't worry. (laughs) That's what they say. (laughs) Amen. So if you're praying, you should not be worrying. Amen. If you're a praying person and know how to get and pray and speak to the Lord every day, you ain't not have nothing to worry about. But if you're not doing that, (laughs) you can get worried. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. But I guarantee you this one thing, saints, if you pray to the Lord, you have nothing to worry about because God is in control. Amen. But this is what I'm going to do today. I want to share a few few practical things you can incorporate in your life to keep you grounded. Amen. To help you decrease feelings of anxiety and depressive disorder, worrying, and anxiousness. This is a couple of things I just want to share with you today. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes when we throw theological terminology, it makes these negative disorders seem easy. But we know that faith without works is dead. (laughs) It's things we have to do, amen? So that's why I wanna give you these practical things that you can incorporate to lessen all this depression, all this worrying, all this stress, and all this anxiousness that's going on today. I wanna give you some practical things you can do, amen? Because we know our God is in control. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So he, he, he put this in my heart to share. Amen. Because his will is for, for, not, for us not to walk around worried about anything. Depressed about anything. God is in control. Stressed out about anything. Anxious about anything. Huh? He's in control. Here's the number one practical thing I want you to do. It's going to bless you. Amen. I learned how to do this. It really blessed me. And and it's called unplug, amen? Unplug means to take time away from all media every day. You all hear me? Turn off the computer and television. Shut your phone off, amen? And simply unplug from the matrix of this world, amen? We're plugged in, whether you know it or not, we're plugged into so many things So many negative things, but we plugged into them every single day. So the number one thing is to unplug. This is some practical stuff you can do. Figure out other things you can do while you you unplugged. Amen. I know one thing. you, You all know what I like doing. Golf. It helps me to unplug. I'm not plugged into nothing. And I turn my phone. I mute it. Amen. Here's another good thing you can do. This is another thing I do. Y'all think I just only golf, right? <laughs> That's not true. I read my Bible. It helps me to unplug. And I do the same thing when I read it. I turn off all everything and I just sit there and read it. <laughs> when I'm doing these things, I try not to allow any outside interference, amen? And I'm talking about any time from like one hour to a whole day will be very beneficial to decrease your intake of that negativity It's going to increase your stress, decrease your stress. It's going to decrease all the politics that's going on and all that work-related data when you do that. Amen? You want to decrease your intake of all that negativity. So the number one thing, learn how to unplug. If it's only for an hour, two hours, you hear me, Cameron? (laughs) You can't play that stuff all day. You know, you got other things. You know you got responsibility, right? School and different things like that. But then just take up some time and unplug away from everything. just about an hour. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to show you some, some interesting things. Because here's the number two thing I like to do. This is called creation time. Hey Amen. What is that? Take some time away from media to enjoy the Lord's creations. Oh, this, this generation don't know nothing about this. Just take a long walk through a quiet park. What? <laughs> It's was like, what? A stroll down by the lake. Just take a walk. Amen. <laughs> Sitting on a bench at the riverfront, enjoying the, 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 the relative silence. That's so helpful. Amen. I'm looking forward to the Cedar Lake thing. You know, because I saw a couple. I was mapping out some spots when I was dry. Oh, I could just sit right there <laughs> in my creation time. Amen. <laughs> just sit and enjoy the silence. Oh, y'all, y'all hearing me? (laughs) When you do so, be and be mindful of nature when you do it. Notice everything from the sounds of the breeze through the trees. Amen. I'm trying to show you how to get out of stress, how to get out of anxiety, how to get out of depression, how to get out of worrying. Creation time. Just enjoy God's creation. (laughs) Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I noticed the birds singing. I used to sit out in the backyard, you know, in the in the mornings, I'd grab me a little drink and I'd sit in the yard and this one bird, I would just notice him, he would be doing like this. And he would stop and he would just keep doing it. Real fast. And so I'm like, I wonder what he's saying. So I started doing it. I was like And when I would do it, then he would do it even faster. <laughs> Huh? I'm just enjoying God's creation. Huh? I, I was unplugged. I'm not plugged into my phone, my computer, my, my laptop, huh? my car, all the things we can plug in. Learn how to do that, saints of God, and enjoy God's creation. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You know another thing? Z and Zelda do this. <laughs> and that's it's part of creation time. It's called people watch. Just sit there and watch the people. That's so interesting. <laughs> so he said, just sit here. I said, you coming in here? No, I'm just wanting people watch. She don't know she enjoying creation time. Just sit there and watch how people react to certain things, how they come out, what they do, what they're talking about. Amen. <laughs> that's a good thing. Oh, Lord, have mercy. It'll it'll, it'll definitely show you about yourself. Amen. People watch. (laughs) Why are you doing that bird watching, saints of God, and and the the trees and all the different nature things? Here's what I want you to remember, what the Lord Jesus said about the birds and other creatures. Amen. Because he made a, a statement about the birds, the creatures and all of those kinds of things. And I'm going to read it to you. Turn to Matthew chapter 6. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Today I'm trying to show you two great things. God is in control. And depression, worry, stress, and anxiety is not what he wants you to deal with at all. Amen. And when you know he's in control, it'll keep you out of those things. Again, I'm just giving you some practical things you can do yourself. Faith without works is dead. Faith is you know God is in control. Now these are some works. Unplug from a lot of that things that we we plug into and, and stay connected to all day. Some people just like to to watch the news all day. CNN constantly negative news. What is that? Amen. Of course you're gonna be depressed, worried, stressed after they get through, done feeding your head with all of that, huh? You gotta unplug. You gotta enjoy some of the things God made. That doesn't even cost you anything. Thank you, Jesus. Again, Matthew chapter 6, look at verse 26. Talking about, you know, when you're enjoying nature, when you're enjoying God's creation, the birds and the, and the bees and the, and all the things that God created, the wind and the trees. And Look what verse 26 say. Matthew 6 and 26. It said, Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap. You're looking at the birds, saints, the fowls of the air. They don't sow or reap, nor gather un- into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeded them. But here's the powerful statement right here. Are ye not much better than they? <laughs> Lord, have mercy. He said, now behold, just when you're doing when your creation time, you're looking at the birds and how cool they are. They're just flying around. They just making all these sounds. Not worried about nothing. <laughs> and it says, yet your heavenly father feeds them. That's why they not worried. See, we know God is in control. He's gonna feed you too, because it says, Are ye not much, much better? It didn't just say better. God say, look what it says, are ye not much better than they are? And we have nothing to worry. All that worry and depression and all that, not for a child of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> no reason to be worried and stressed out. you are much better than the birds. look at verse twenty seven Which of you by taking thought, can add one cubic unto his stature? <laughs> this scripture is really saying, when you worry, when you're taking thought, you're worrying what are you adding to yourself? <laughs> Please know that God is in control because you you can't add a thing, you can't do anything all that worrying. look at verse twenty eight and why? Take ye thought for raiment. Consider the lilies of the field how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. It's saying, don't even be sitting there worrying about some clothes. What am I going to wear? Amen. A lot of us do that. He said, don't worry about that. Just look at the lilies of the field. You're going to do that in your creation time. <laughs> lilies of the field don't worry how they're going to look, saints. They don't toil or spin. That's what the scripture is saying. Almighty God is caring for them take time to unplug saints and enjoy God's creation. Amen. The lilies of the field. <laughs> Look what he says about that. Look at verse is that 29. 29 says, and yet I say unto you that even Solomon, listen to this, who was Solomon again? The richest man in the Bible, right? It said, yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. What y'all got to worry about? Say it, Saints. Nothing. Amen. God is in control. You don't have a thing to worry about. If you came in, if you came in here worried about something today when you leave here, you're gonna be so free. Amen. There's nothing to worry about. The scriptures say, even Solomon, not just Solomon. On a good day, it said, even Solomon, look, Saints, when he was at the top of his game, (laughs) was not arrayed like a like one of them lilies of the field. (laughs) He didn't look that good. In all his glory. Oh, Lord, have mercy. (laughs) Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I read all that saints to say this. God takes care of each and every creature and plant in his creation. And you are much more important than all of them. <laughs> so let worry go. Amen. Let it go. There's nothing to worry about. God is in total control. Thank you, Jesus. Let me give you another habit to keep you knowing and bring to your remembrance that God is in control this is a good one right here this is one I have to do it's called journal what is journal? write things down amen keep a journal of those issues that you worried about and pray about each of them and then when the Lord helps you to resolve those issues Go back and write how each one worked out. Say amen to that. Oh, that's some good practical information. I got to write things down lest I forget saints. Amen. But that's a good thing to do to keep you out of worrying. Because how easy we forget. God then delivered us from all these things where we don't remember. So sometimes it's good when you write it down, you go back. When you start worrying, you say, wait a minute, I'm worried about, let me go back. Oh, the Lord delivered me, I had this issue on this date, and God here figured it out and got me out of it this way. Oh, that's some confident stuff right there. Journal, saints of God. Huh? Write down how God worked it out for you. Hallelujah, Lord. When you do that, guess what? That's going to enrich, too. The Lord showed me this one. When you journal and you write it down, it's going to enrich Testimony Sunday. <laughs> You know how I say, okay, this is testimony Sunday. What you got? And we all sit there and think about. It. But if you wrote it down, well, you know what God did this, and then this happened. Amen. <laughs> we had this challenge, and this happened. Amen. So learn to journal and write things down. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. What the Lord done for you? Amen. I know the last testimony Sunday, I I, I miss one, but my wife called it. She said. Well, you know what, Kaylon and Cameron got these grants. Praise God! (laughs) Thank you, Jesus! They got a little extra money, amen, to go on that schooling. That's a great blessing. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. So journal, write things down, saints. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. When you do that, saints, you know what you are gonna realize? that all that worry is really you it's just you you just ignoring or forgetting the lord's track record in your life say amen to that he's always on time amen he's in control saints won't he do it oh let's try it again won't he do it yes he'll do it <laughs> thank you jesus everybody just say this: no worrying Next time you worry, I want you to challenge your worries, saints. Amen. When you find yourself thinking negatively in a situation, challenge those thoughts immediately. Huh? Do not allow yourself to buy into the false notion that if everything is not perfect, that equals failure or disaster. Are oh, y'all better catch this revelation right here? Huh? Because we do that. The devil is a liar. Huh? Just because it's not perfect doesn't mean you failed. Amen. So don't worry about it. Challenge that thought immediately, saints of God. Don't get caught up in these rash generalizations either, such as if I did not and you feel the blank in whatever, then I would never do whatever. <laughs> huh? Don't don't. That's that's called a rash generalization. You think because this thing didn't happen to this is never going to happen. Amen. <laughs> that's not true. The devil is a lie. I'm here to expose that today in Jesus' name. (laughs) See, you don't want want to impend doom when there's no evidence of such. Amen? That's called catastrophizing something. You made it a catastrophe when it's really not. Amen? That's what worriers do, too. People that worry, they'll, they'll make things a catastrophe. And it's not. Amen. When you feel anxious, give yourself some position or some positive (laughs) self-talk. Amen. This is another thing we can do. Positive. Everybody say positive Positive self-talk. That's a great thing to do right there. Amen. Positive self-talk. That's what you want to give yourself when you're feeling anxious, when you're feeling when you start to worry about something. Let me show show you something in the Psalms real quick. Look at Psalms 94. Kaylin read us a great Psalm today. Thank you for that. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Psalms 94 and verse 17 says this. Unless the Lord had been my help, my soul had almost dwelt in silence. Huh? God is in control, saints, but if he wasn't our help, <laughs> our soul, he, he's saying, David is saying, My soul almost dwelt in silence. When I said, My foot slippeth, thy mercy, O Lord, held me up. What did David say? See, David said this. <laughs> Thank you, G. Look at verse 18, Carlton. <laughs> when I said, My foot slippeth, <laughs> thy mercy, O Lord, because he's in control, held me up. Amen. I'm showing you some positive talk now. how God works because he's in control. Look at verse 19. In the multitude of my thoughts within me, thy comforts delight my soul. See, God is comforting us. He is delighting us because he's in control. So positive self-talk when you're worried and when that depression and all that stuff creeps in is a great thing. You got to learn that, saints. The best positive self-talk I want you to know it's based on scripture, so you want to memorize some verses, amen. Like here's a good one: Psalm 46 and one. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Say amen to that. Memorize that one, huh? When when that depression, when that uh anxiety, huh, creeps in, <laughs> read Psalms 46 and one. Just quote it. Just remember it. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Amen? I'm going to sum it up like like Elder Vic. God is in control. (laughs) And they call him, let me say this to you all saints. They call Elder Vic with all kind of stuff. I told you all I'm hanging out with him, right? They call him with all kind of stuff. Amen? (laughs) A, A certain person called him, said he really needed his help, even though it turned out to be a prank but he said that really, he really needed his help, he was in a bad situation, and it was gonna cost him two grand or 20 grand or whatever he said. So the Vic say, well, God is in control. That's what he told him. I'm trying to show it to y'all practically. He said, that's why God probably put this message in my spirit. He said, God is in control, don't worry. Now I'm golfing right now, I'll call you back. I was like, wow and then he said when he called back saying oh I was just trying something because you know people be filling you out he said well, I was just trying something blah 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 I was going to talk to the pastor next you know what the pastor told him I mean you know what Victor told him he said oh you could have talked to the pastor next he was just going to tell you he's going to pray for you <laughs> amen oh thank you Jesus don't talk to me after the fact talk to me now see me today I'm giving you the solution to all your problems today uh, don't, don't go out and make all them problems, then call me up. Amen. <laughs> Being here today listening to, the, to your problems as I give you the solutions, and we don't have to make them kind of calls. Amen. <laughs> Sister Joan used to have this saying. She said, don't let your disobedience be my emergency. Amen. You disobedient to God. Now you want to make it an emergency. I got to help you like now amen (laughs) please hear me saints of god thank you jesus hallelujah lord we talking about positive self-talk and god is in control amen (laughs) god is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble say amen to that now let me show this to you in isaiah real quick we're gonna wrap this up saints of god then we're gonna celebrate elder Carlton's birthday, and we're going to have communion. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Isaiah 48, look at verse 9. It says, for my name's sake. This is going to deliver a whole bunch of y'all right here. It says, for my name's sake, will I defer mine anger, and for my praise will I refrain for thee, that I cut thee not off. So God is saying in this scripture right here, I'm not going to cut you off, but it's not because of you. <laughs> I want y'all to really look at this scripture, really look at it. God is saying, I'm not going to cut you off, but it's not because of you. He's doing it for his name's sake, for him, himself. Amen. God is not going to cut you off for his own self. Whoo! that'll get you out of worry and complaining when you mess up, when you don't get it right. And you say, oh, God is going to cut me off. Not based on this scripture. He said, for my name's sake, will I defer mine anger? <laughs> and for my praise, will I refrain for thee that I cut thee not off? Amen. <laughs> Remember this scripture the next time you mess up and start worrying. Huh, when you don't do the right thing. Now you worry. God is not mad at you. Amen. He's not going to cut you off for his name's sake. See, it's all about Jesus. Say that amen to that, saints. It's about Christ. It's not about you. Who? many times we just want to make this thing about us, don't we? But it's not about you. It's about Jesus, and you're in Christ. Amen? So there's nothing to worry about. (laughs) If you're in Christ, saints, there's nothing to worry about. Say amen to that. Because if you're in Christ, guess who's in control? God. God is in control. Amen? Look at verse 10. It says, behold, now check this out, saints, I have refined thee, but not with silver, I have chosen thee in the furnace of affliction. Now, that's powerful, saints. God is saying, behold, what does behold mean? Check this out. When somebody says, look, behold this, behold, look what I got. He says, behold, I have refined thee, but not with silver. Well, if he didn't refine us with silver, Saints, what, or what did he define us with gold? What did God refine us with platinum? Amen. <laughs> Let me give you the answer. He refined us with Jesus, huh? the blood of Jesus. That's how he refined us. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Then it says, he chose us while we were in the furnace. Because he said, it says, I have chosen thee in the furnace of affliction. <laughs> While we was jacked up, saints, while we were afflicted, that's when he chose us. While we were worrying and anxious, he chose us. Amen. What are you worrying about? Oh, thank you, Jesus. And he didn't do it for us. He did it for his goodness. Isn't that what the scripture said? For his name's sake. That's what the scripture just told us ahead of this. He said, I have chosen thee in the furnace of affliction. He did it for his name'sake, saints, for himself, for his good pleasure. Oh, this will get some folks out of Worryville for sure. Amen. <laughs> they got, it's too much pressure we put on our own selves trying to be perfect. And then when we're not perfect, we think it's a disaster. Everything is messed up because it's not perfect. Oh, I'm trying to get that off you today, saints of God. Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 11. For my own sake. Here we go again. That's out of the mouth of God's mouth. Two times. For my own sake. Even for my own sake. Three times. Amen. Will I do it? I better catch that revelation. God is telling you he's doing it for his sake. It's not about you. Don't worry. Quit worrying about what you're doing. For my own sake, even for my own sake, will I do it? For how should my name be polluted? Listen to this, saints. And I will not give my glory unto another. Woo! (laughs) That's why it ain't about you. I don't care how good you are. What you do. Amen. (laughs) God say, I'm I'm doing it for you. For my name's sake. (laughs) Not for what you're doing, not how good you are. Quit worrying about all that messes you're making. Just get things right, because I'm, I'm gonna bless you for my own sake. Because I don't want my name to be, look what he said, for how should my name be polluted? God don't want his name to be polluted. <laughs> See, when he do that thing for you and you all jacked up and messed up, you glorify, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord, thank you. You know it wasn't you. You know you didn't do it. <laughs> So many blessings God bestowed upon me. I know it wasn't me. Huh? I know I didn't do it. I don't even know how it happened. Amen. <laughs> but I but now I know for my own sake. For my own sake. Even for my own sake will I do it. God is doing it for Himself. Oh, everybody say amen to that. We want him to continue to keep doing it for His name's sake, don't we? Thank you, Jesus. Keep blessing me for your own self, Lord. Look at verse 12, saints of God. (laughs) Now, you know what? I like the way this, this ends too. It says, and I will not give my glory unto another. (laughs) Think about this, saints. When we were saved by God, were we perfect? No, we were sinners. That's why he saved us. (laughs) It says, while we were yet sinners, he died for us. He loves us, saints. He's in control. Amen. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. He did that. Why did he save us? <laughs> huh, saints of God? For his name's sake. Amen. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. That's why we constantly saying, thank you, Jesus. We was in the furnace of affliction when he saved us. <laughs> I know when I came, when I really came to him, I was really messed up. (laughs) And I said, Lord, I'm going to do whatever you tell me to do. I'm going to say, I was jacked up. (laughs) I was in the furnace of affliction. Oh, Lord, have mercy. But he did it for his name's sake. And it's a pleasure to serve him today. Thank you, Jesus. Let me read to you this last verse, saints. It says, hearken unto me, O Jacob and Israel, my called. I am he. I am the first. I also am the last. God is telling his people, the ones who he called us, to hearken to him. Hearken means to listen, saint, to God. Hear my voice. And we just don't want to be hearers of the word only. Didn't Cammie pray that prayer? He said, we want to do this word. We want to do what we hear amen <laughs> thank you jesus hallelujah lord so we want to hearken unto the lord how huh? we want to hear him so we know what to do because he's in control everybody say amen to that oh thank you lord jesus thank you jesus hallelujah lord i'm going to read the cover of this first i'm going to read the back because it's it's plain what does it say oh the big? god is in control amen <laughs> If you don't have a saying, you, you should get that one. You know, when when worries and anxieties and depression and all that, God is in control. And you know what, when I thought about, you know, because you think about what God gives to who. Elder Vic is the perfect person for that phrase. Because he told me, he said, I used to take these depression or, or uh, anxiety pills. He said, I just used to feel anxiety. Look what God gave him. <laughs> The perfect friend. God is in control. <laughs> That'll kill, kill it. Amen. <laughs> that is a gift. Oh, thank you, Jesus. But look at the front of this. It says, I can rest in the fact that God is in control, which means I can face things that are out of my control and not act out of control. Say amen to that. Huh? Huh? When you know God is in control, you can face things that's not, a, that, that's, that's not in your control. Here's another phrase for that. You know what you've got to say to some things? Huh? I'm not in control of that. Say that, saints of God. I'm not in control of that. You know, what well, this person did this and this person did I'm not in control of that. Amen? God is in control. <laughs> Which means I can face things that are out of my control and not act out of control. So when you act out of control of, of things you can't control, then God is not in control in your life. Amen? And you not either. That's why you're acting out of control over something you can't control. Oh, please catch that. Look at this, uh, this, this final scripture uh, on, the, on the front of the program. And I, I knocked off the, it was in, a, I wanna say it was in Isaiah, but it, it didn't print on the, on the program. But it's verse 5, 6, and 7, and I'm, I want to read it because God truly is in control. It says, I am the Lord, and there is none else. There is no God beside me. I girded thee, though thou hast has not known me. Listen to this, saints. He said, I girded you even though you didn't know me. Isn't that something? Look at verse 6. It says, that they may know from the rising of the sun and from the west that there is none beside me. I am the Lord, and there is none else. Amen. <laughs> Who's in control, saints? God is in control. He's telling he tell us that all the time. I'm God, and, ain't no, and, the, and there's no, no other. I am the Lord, and there is none else. Look, verse 7, I form the light and create darkness. I made peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. Everybody say amen to that. God is fully and totally in control. Amen. Lord God, I just want to say, first of all, to you be all the glory this day. Thank you, Lord. We know you are in control, Lord. Holy Spirit, remind us when we get fearful or anxious or depressed or stressed or just worried, remind us that God is in control. Help us, Lord, to implement, unplug, journaling, creation time, all these different things we can do into our lives, Lord. Again, we say thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. Thank you for your knowledge and wisdom and understanding. And thank you for being in control of our lives, Lord, as we surrender them to you, Father. We say this day and every day forward, Lord, not our will, but your will be done in our life. We want to hear at the end of this thing, Father, well done, my good and faithful servant. So we thank you, Lord. We thank you for being the head of our life and in control of it. We give you glory. We give you praise. We give you honor this day in Jesus' name. Amen.